Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Three Man Breakdown. It's your boy Reg Dalla and my nigga Kimball. So you know sure. we got the best one-two punch in the nation back on the podcast game. Yeah. And today is the day, man. Uh, we got another big board episode. It's been a minute <laughs> since I made another big board, and I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I've been like really like doing this for like a week now, trying yeah. to construct my new big board. And I'm just like, damn, I don't know. Like I what <laughs> been I, I made a lot of changes over probably the last big boy that we've seen. Actually, not nothing too crazy. I guess probably around like the 10 and on range. There was like big changes that was made in that. So we're gonna get into that in this episode. And by the time you probably listen to this, I'm gonna post a picture so y'all can see the big board. So we could follow y'all can follow along and do it. But before we get into all that, you know, rate us five stars, man. Show some love. You know, we got to get back to rating us five stars and leaving some reviews to help the algorithm. But without further ado, let's get into the big board. What's up? Actually, wait, let's talk about the draft combine uh, oh, yeah. before we get into that. Uh, in five days, we about to have the lottery. The lottery is finally about oh, to happen. So that has me excited. And the day the lottery comes out, we're definitely making a, a live mock draft after that and having yeah. our reactions to all that. But let's talk about the draft combine. The names were uh, recently announced, everybody that's participating in the draft combine. And I know you want to discuss this, so uh, you can start off, Kim. Yeah, so I wanted to, firstly, I wanted to know, um, Wait, you want me to name everybody or? Oh, nah, nigga, we're going to be here all yeah, day. It's, too, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm going to say it. it's a lot. <laughs> but off, like, from what you see, the players here, like, which I want to know, like, which players that have stuck out to you, like, you think, like, this could be their time to prove, to, like, who has the most to prove out of this combine? Like, who's, whose time could use this? Who could use this as time to, like, you know, show off, like, what they really can do in, in terms of, like, athleticism, prove people wrong, and so hopefully boost their draft stock. I feel like there's really a lot of people and we're kind of get going to get into yeah. more of these players when we talk about uh, when we go through my big board, because I have like one of my tier lists I made. Uh, there's like upside yeah. swing. So I feel like there's a lot of people that could definitely just running down this list. Uh, Patrick Baldwin definitely could use this. Mm. And I don't know how much like all these players could play in a five on five game, but I think Patrick Baldwin could definitely use the combine. Uh, other players such as like Trevor Keels, uh, Jaden Hardy, Jaden Hardy, even the, like the Peyton Watsons, Dalen Terry of the world, like those type of players. I feel like that could really help them. And Leonard Miller. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially yeah, I really want to see uh, Leonard Miller. Like the top guys, I feel like it doesn't really improve as much as the top guys' stocks because you kind of already know. Like. Yeah. And also, this is gonna be big for AJ Griffin. Yeah, yeah, I was looking. That's what I was looking at. Um, first two, like I wonder how AJ is. Like, what what could he show out in terms of like athleticism wise? I know you spoke you spoke about it uh, throughout you know the year. Like we all spoke about it. Like he was like an athletic like like specimen coming like out of high school, but then like the he had like a little injury setback and like he didn't really get to show off that like you know elite elite explosion like vertically. And things of that nature. So maybe you could use this to, you know, the workouts we've been doing throughout the whole draft process. You know, hopefully it comes out to seeing that we get back to the athleticism, the athleticism we all assumed he had. Yeah, the, the medicals is going to be really important for A.J. Griffin because we saw it a couple years of Michael Porter Jr. Like, bro, this nigga mm. fell. 
Jerome Robinson was picked before Michael Porter Jr. because of his medicals. Just let that sink in, dog. Absolutely yeah, one player. Michael Porter Jr. was the number one player, projected number one pick going into the uh, season. But just because his medicals, he ended up slipping to the, I think, last pick in the lottery or out of the lottery? I think it was last pick in the lottery. Yeah, it was last pick in the lottery. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. I'm sure. So, AJ Griffin, yeah, yeah. like, if his medicals isn't as good, the same situation could you happen think, to him. There's a possibility. You think so? Oh, yeah. If things don't look good, it could be a possibility. But I, I like, I ain't no doctor, so but I think he could be all right. <laughs> I think yeah, he's going to be all right. And hopefully he'll be able to display I, that, yeah. like, more explosiveness. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the thing I'm really looking forward to seeing is, like, his, like, the movement test and the vertical test, like, how well he's gonna perform there, and like if he can, like you know, really uh, pull people's attention to him, like oh, okay, you know, he got, he got the explosion athleticism still in there. So, and then of course proving a five on five, like what else? Like what else is he gonna bring to the table? Like we've seen the shooting, which kind of took people by surprise. Definitely took me by surprise. I thought he was more of a slasher, but we've seen the shooting. Like what else is you know, what, what are you able to bring to the table? Yeah, we'll we'll get more into AJ Griffin. Is there anybody else on yeah. on the list? Um, hmm. I think for somebody who could like turn, who could really do well in a, if he's in a five on five games, uh, I would fuck with uh, Iverson Mullen. I think he's, I think it's a little bit, uh, he is under the radar. He played at Mississippi State though, so that was warranted. But I think he's a, he's a tough, he's a good competitor. He could score. Uh, he's a good, uh, you know, a good player on, like on the court. Like he seems like a lead by example type of guy. I think he can do pretty well in there. But somebody who I want to really show off is uh man, I hope uh what you gonna call it, like Ty Ty Washington can show a little something in the especially in the five on five games. That's if you I know that five on five. Yeah, if, yeah, true. Cause um the athleticism thing, man, <laughs> I hope he don't uh disappoint athleticism part. But I think uh he definitely got some proof uh coming into this. Yeah, another guy is uh Josh Minor out of Memphis. Mm, yeah, because he had like it was like a lot of when he he was kind of like not really like how I say this like I don't think he was featuring as much. It didn't, it didn't feel like he had like a big feature for him. Yeah, he didn't. And like just looking back on it, I'm like, damn. Like I watched like some of his like highlights, and I'm like, damn. Why didn't he get more like opportunity, yeah. especially on this Memphis squad too? I feel like yeah, they, they definitely, definitely could have used him. Yeah, and like coming to the draft, like a lot, like he was already like. <laughs> Supposed to be projected to be drafted ahead, like a lot of guys that was starting over him and shit, and like people projecting to have like a you know potential outlook. So seeing what he can do, that's definitely uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought him up because I definitely want to see what uh what he's gonna do against other like big time prospects or like what he can prove athleticism wise too. Yeah, for sure. Man, but I'm damn. I really want to see uh Jaden uh Hardy like like how his his uh, stuff gonna turn out. In the combine, because he kind of been like, he's been like, kind of like, I feel like he been getting like, I don't want to say he getting slept on type shit, or like, nah, I don't want to say is, he's getting slept. Yeah, slept. Yeah, I would say slept. On. I don't want to say disrespect. Like, nah, he's getting disrespected say, too, nigga. <laughs> bro, niggas having him in the thirties is a disrespect. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not going. But it had, bro, bro, I seen like, you know, shout to think about. I seen him. You know, tiny ball, bro. God, yeah, I, I was just about to say that. It's really, no. Time out. It's really nuts for somebody to really have Patrick Baldwin over Jaden Hardy. 
because we've seen what Patrick Ball would do did against lower level competition. Jalen Hardy was was playing against uh in the G League competition, and that's way better. Yeah. And he started off slow, but he showed improvement every like eight game stretch. He got better and better as the season went on. Yeah, bro. I just like that's gonna be crazy. Like, like to the like dudes had Coloco like 30. Yeah, I'm 31st, Coloco 30. And then yeah, like guys like um like even dudes like Blake Wesley and guys like like I said, Patrick Baldwin and things of that nature. Like I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'm ready to get into the big board. Just think. Yeah, we got the big board. Uh, then how should we start from top down? Uh, yeah, let's do top down. Uh, so I ended up doing tiers. I'm gonna explain the tier list that I had. Tier one was uh purple, and it was like the all star upsized complimentary players. Because I don't think anybody is like a number one like scoring option or go to guy on a championship team in this in this class. You agree? Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't see none of these yeah. players in this job being the best player in a championship team. I feel like they're either second or like third guys at yeah. best second. And the tier two is all star potential if everything goes right. Tier three was high caliber starters and role, well, starters slash role players because they're role players as starters. Well, they are starters yeah. as role players. And then plus level role players that could be starters. Uh, that was a tier four. Tier five ended up being upside swings and lower ceiling guys. And tier six was low ceiling in G League. And we ain't gonna talk too much about tier six because I want to hear the tiers. Yeah, I had to had to do my thing with this one. But number <laughs> one, Paula Bank Carroll, man. Right, you've seen his workouts. Yeah, he, he did look like he number. Yeah, his, his handle was looking looking real nice too. I'm like, well, okay. I think he he's him. Yeah, bro. And I feel like there's like a, there's like a section of like draft like fan. Well, Twitter is like not as high in him, and like they kind of like he's he's the best player. Bro, you guy. think so? I think so. I think he's gonna be him because everybody's like, "Oh, uh, is a shot gonna get there?" Is uh, his defense, and I think he's actually a better defender than people would kind of. He's a way better defender. Yeah, he. I was one of those people at first, but especially like towards the end of the season, like and like midseason type. I was like, "Nah, he's like he's been playing. He he uh, like kind of gives the effort like, on the yeah. defensive end. Like he he will try at least." Like sometimes he there's definitely bad like bad plays to follow on defense, but I think in a league he's definitely gonna be a passable defender, at least like an average defender. He's not gonna be a somewhat of like a liability. That nigga is six ten, and we seen him make big help side plays like getting blocks and stuff, yeah. and stay with uh, guards in certain situations. So I feel like he's gonna be able to hold his own defensively. The shot making and he's a he's the best shot creator in this class probably or shot. Right. That's like, especially at his size. That's that's it's kind of special, like what I was doing. That's kind of what I, I kind of I I had the shades of like kind of like Tatum and shit like that because like I, from really what I saw, like I really looked like he was like comfortable like with that ball in his hand creating. Yes, that's why I also had, uh, shades of Jason Tatum because like even when I saw Jason Tatum in high school, because that's when I like still was rocking that nigga at Chaminade. I'm like, yo, like everything that he just looks like a pro, like he's just doing pro moves. Yeah. Like polished, like this nigga just got like yeah, like already like early, like 
Just, That's why I, mean, I knew Jason Tatum was gonna be that nigga because he was just doing pro moves, and I just see the same thing with Paulo. And then there's there's like people that question, oh, his motor and uh, like him like trying know. hard, like he doesn't try hard. And it's just, I play it just because like. But, that's like some team like effect. Like I feel like niggas be so nice that it just make they make it look easy in a sense. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like when I first when I first saw Paulo against um Kentucky and shit, like as soon as I saw him come, I'm like, I, it was like a it was like a different feeling. I was like, nah, yeah, something that's, like something about yeah. this. Like, that's I like, nah, this like, he come in, like he that nigga. I was like, something is different about this guy right here. Bright lights at yeah. the garden. Yeah, I didn't get that from like. I didn't get that from, I feel like, the other guys, honestly. I agree. That's my number one. Number two. Oof. I'm leaving Jaden Hardy at my number two. Jaden Ivey. Jayden I'm Ivey. not mad at it. Jaden Ivey, yeah. I'm, I'm not mad at it. I do like it. There's questions. I feel like he definitely has to go to the right team for him to probably be that yeah. number two guy, but the flash is there. His head is really there. Like he's gonna have one of the best first steps and like burst from day one in the league. To the rocket, <laughs> bros, jump pack from his uh, fever. Like him, I'm just th- I just think about Jaden Ivy in spacing, oh open goodness, court. Exactly. He played. Look who we played with. Like we talked about this, I think a few podcasts ago during the tournament. Like he playing with big guys who who command like a paint presence type shit. So. Like that's really gonna be crazy. Yeah, the shot improved from the year before. Uh, one thing that I really, the thing that I really need to see in Jaden Ivey's game is definitely uh, the decision making and passing. I want to get better with the playmaking, and he has to get a memory yeah. game to me or a floater. Yeah, right, definitely at least a floater. His memory uh, game was non-existent at Purdue, yeah. and it it really showed it really showed in that St. Peter's game too. Yeah, because they was not letting him get to the basket, and then that's and he just, the, yeah, he looks so out of decisions it. that game. Yeah. yeah, and that's another reason why I don't I, like. I'm the one. I'm one of the ones. So I feel like I, I don't see him as like a full time PG. Like the way some people are saying, like he has to be like a point guard. Like I get he could be on the he's on the ball and stuff like that, but like I feel like he operate better as like a two, yeah, like a, not like a primary handler. Like I, I don't see him being like a your decision maker. That's why I think like him and Kay Cunningham would be a perfect fit, and him and Tyrese. Mm. One of those two, because he could play off them, come off handle handoffs, yeah. and just like him be go downhill and like, yeah, it could be deadly for him. Like my two, I'll bring this up. I, I brought it up in a podcast a while ago. Like my comparisons for him was, it's like Westbrook and like Zach Levine. Mm. And like what's crazy, what's crazy between both of them, they was Westbrook was a two guard in college. Yeah. And they tried to get him to play point guard in the league. So that could be a similar situation for Jaden I if he goes to like a different team. And Zach Levine, they tried having him play point guard when he first came into the league. And then he ended yeah, up being a shooter guard. guard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like kind of like a deep that is an uh, interesting cross. And I, I do see it. Yeah. All right, moving on to my number three. I ended up going to Harry Smith, the best shooter in the class. Oh, really? He is a sniper. He's also one of the best shot makers in the class. Uh, at 6'10 position, I mean, at, at 6'10, I, I can't name you a better shooter. 
<laughs> that I, I shooting prospect I seen. Like he was really a sniper. Bro. Over people pulling up. Like, even though he could get still, of course, gonna improve, like the like the pullers wise, but just like just getting in and just like just letting it fly, like wherever. Like at that height, yeah, that's as soon as really unheard of. And he was a dog. Yeah. Screen on yeah, both ends. And yeah, I was about to say, I get on him because I like he needs to <laughs> definitely be a better shot creator. But yeah. he's like that. Like I see people put him at number one. I like I can't even get mad at Adam. him because he definitely yeah. has that potential to be. Yeah. Like his two-way ability is gonna be special at the next level. And people just call him like taller Clay Thompson. And I I, I kind of see. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy because somebody, somebody in this uh Somebody in this uh, big boy used to get compared to that. <laughs> I got Caleb Houston. <laughs> yeah, nah. Oh, well, yeah, shit. I forgot about him, too. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name, bro? Patrick Ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, Jabari Smith is him, though. Yeah. Got him at my third spot. Number four ended up being Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. Man, I'm still seeing it. I don't, like, I, I have, yeah. Thing is, this goes to what you're saying. Like, the team he goes to will like maybe have like the. I think he's gonna be solid regardless. But I feel like his development in terms of like what he's gonna be showing on the offensive side and things of that nature. Like, like I feel like it depends on the team he goes to. Because I still don't know what to like expect in a sense, aside yeah, yeah. from like the defending. But like also like maybe safe aside from shot blocking. Like, would the weight play a factor? Like, I don't know. I, th- I but, think he's yeah. going to end up being good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, like, I am buying him. Especially, like, looking at uh, how, like, Evan Mobley played. I feel like... Oh, yeah. Check up... Like, Evan Mobley was bigger than Chet, but I feel like he could be in that certain mode. And he was just such a, like... He knew it would be defensively. Like, a really smart yeah. help defender. And he was special. Like, he averaged, like, 3.7 blocks per game. Uh, we've seen him guard, guard on a perimeter. Like, as a defensive player, Chet was one of the most special party freshmen. Mm. And like recent memory. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And we didn't really see his full offensive. And then we seen like the we seen flashes uh, of him, like him yeah. bringing it up court, pulling up for three, like stuff like that. And there's definitely more to I think there's definitely more to tap in with this offensive bag. He was a pretty pretty yeah. good playmaker too. But at the end of the day, just still that question mark. And that's just why I don't have Chet as, like, the number one prospect. If, number Chet, one, yeah. if Chet ends up being, like, the ultimate, like, he fulfills his uh, ceiling or his yeah. potential, he could be the best player in the class. Yeah, definitely. Because he was just, he was just, just uniform. It's just how realistic is that going to be? That's why mm-hmm. I have him at the fourth spot. Yeah, I agree I do. That's what I was saying. Like, I do want to see him. Like, on I feel like the right team really will bring out like the best out of them. Like, I feel like certain teams will bring out certain versions of Chet Holmgren. So, but, what do you think I is mean, a great team? Know, uh, I, I still think the Rockets. I, I like the Rockets. Like, I feel like the Rockets. He's that he could make mistakes on a team like the Rockets. Like, and he also could like show off the. He's gonna have to show off the defensive side because you know what we spoke about with him. Like. It potentially being paired with like say a Sangoon. Like he's gonna have to definitely uh, show off the defensive work. And then like also just like in transition and stuff, get in transition buckets, 
being free, a little more free than he was at Gonzaga offensively. You know, I think I think the uh, Rockets would be a nice spot for that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. All right, moving into my number five, we have a change, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the mm-hmm. unknown player of Shaden Sharp ended up being at my fifth spot. I'd watch more yeah. of him and I'm sold. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sold. Uh, Kentucky Are missed out sure? on him. <laughs> Kentucky crazy. missed out on him. Shit crazy, man. He's like that. Now nah, I'm going. Six six wing. Has the shot making potential, the three point uh, shot creation, uh, and athleticism is definitely better than I. Yeah. Like at first, when I watched it, it didn't really like jump out to me. And then I watched more of him. I'm like, oh yeah, I see, I see it now. Yeah, because it's like kind of like he's like an effort, like a strong athlete, right? Like an effortless type. At yeah. Time. And they. I feel like he's gonna be nice. Probably not like year one. It's definitely gonna take time and shit. Yeah, but I just think he got it. Yeah, because essentially he he is high school nigga. Really. Yeah, and like the crazy part is like he has potential to be the best player in this class. Hmm. Do you think so? <laughs> As a two, if he ends up being like a two way wing, yeah, shot creator, and he. He's average like 25 a game or some shit like that. It's definitely a possibility that Shane and Shark could be the best <laughs> player in this class. Because if he did go to Kentucky, he possibly could have been that third. He could possibly would have been like the third pick behind Victor yeah. in school. Like, well, he, you know, he you know he did he didn't sound like an agent, you know what I'm saying? So Shady, you know, you know, if you think about it, you know, you come you welcome you open doors. <laughs> he said, I'm getting to the biz eye. <laughs> Man. Number six was tough for me, but let's talk about AJ Griffin. Future King. Don't no, why would you really wish that? <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> AJ Griffin right, at the sixth spot. The defense is what really that's the biggest red flag is the defense and how the athleticism is gonna get back. We talked about the athleticism, but yeah. defensively, he was just lost. <laughs> He was lost and it wasn't good. And he's supposed to project as a two-way player. And he's still 18 years old. So it's definitely a lot for him to learn. And he definitely has like a good mentality and mindset. So I think that could come along eventually. And then we really just got to see the athleticism. If that could come back, I think he could be one of the best players in this class. Yeah. The ball skills, I think. I think the ball skills, he showed good flashes of it. Yeah, I feel just like definitely more to tap into. Like I talked about this yeah. before. Like maybe if he didn't get injured beginning of the season, he probably would have had like been more involved in the offense. But he basically like started to come along when we was already like six games in, and we had Trevor yeah. Kills as a starter and all that. So if he probably didn't get injured, I feel like he probably could have been more involved in the offense. And we saw the flashes of him like creating his own shot with like the combinations of step backs, the in and outs that yeah. he loved to use. And then, like, when he no was legs. getting downhill, like, he he was, like, a strong – he was a below finisher, but he had, like, strong finishes and was good off two feet. Mm. But yeah. if the athleticism could get there, I think AJ Griffin, he was one of my favorite Duke players. I feel like he, he's probably one of my favorite Duke players of all time. Mother game. was automatic. <laughs> yeah. Mother was automatic. 
at number seven, we have Jaden Hardy. Whew. I'll tell I I'm willing to die on this hill. Jaden Hardy <laughs> is gonna be nice. You know I, mean? I agree. I'm buying I'm willing to die. 100% buying into the stock. Jaden Hardy is. Yeah, I, I told that I bought the stock a while a while back when everybody dropped mm-hmm. it on him. Yeah. I think he got it, bro. And you, yeah, you, yeah, just think about it too. Like, you really came in, like, I, yeah, yeah, he struggled a bit, but like, at the same time, he was going from high school to the G League. Like, if Matty was at college, you know, he would have came to Kentucky or some shit. My and, God, and the thing about the G League, it wasn't like, in the beginning of the season, they had him in like more picking a role and making decisions at the time to start off the season. That's not what he was best yeah, at. Yeah. So in the G League, they're more developing the skill set rather than yeah. if he was in the at college, they would probably would have been having him come off like so much pin downs and shit. And most of the time, instead of like trying to develop him in that skill set, because they wasn't really trying to win games. They was trying to really develop the players. Yeah. And we've seen the best of Jalen I mean, Jaden Hardy. I keep wanting to see Jalen Cream for some reason. Uh, we seen like the best of Jaden Hardy uh, as the season went on and the playmaking got better and the pick and roll game, I think is going to be there for him on the next level. And it's shot making ability. That's dangerous. He is a <laughs> shot creator. Dangerous, bro. I think he'll that end dangerous. up being the best shot creator in this class. Mm. Yeah. Just, the, just like the space that he creates, like with the step backs. And I think he's a better yeah. shooter than what the percentages ended up being. Definitely. Yeah, Especially off the jumble too. Uh, he has an array of like just a, he just has a deep back. Yeah, he's gonna be him. I think people were wrong about him. Yeah, like I said, I putting him in like the twenties, twenty six, 31, bro. You can't. There's no way you can name thirty one players. <laughs> that. That's nuts. Nah. That's nuts. <laughs> we can move on. Uh, we probably not gonna talk about each nigga because we're gonna be here forever. Uh, to round out the the blue tier ended up being so it was Shaden Sharp, AJ Griffin, Jaden Hardy. My number eight is Johnny Davis. We could talk a little Ooh. bit about Johnny Davis. Completely bit the stock by I think like after like the first two months by the new year I've I've been into that stock. I think he's up. What what exactly do you like about him? I just like his. I just like the way he scores the ball. Like. Like, I, I, like, it's like, I just like the way, I like guards like him. Especially, like, re- guys who get rebounds, could get down the floor, create a shot. Like, and he, gets, he also has a decent mid-range game, too. I think he has a solid mid-range game. Yeah, he, he was like, average. Some things of that nature. He like, was average for yeah, this Wisconsin team. Yeah. So, that really intrigued me. I, he, I think he'll be a solid, a really good player, I, I believe, especially at the two-guard spot. Like, I, mean, I was going back and forth to him and Benedict Matherin for a couple of days. And like just what he did for the Wisconsin squad, uh just carrying them scoring offensively. And on the defensive side of the ball, he was still showing up. Like I think he's gonna be a two-way player. Uh the three-point shot definitely needs to get better, but I think he's gonna improve on that as time goes on. And he just has that three-level scoring ability. And he has that that mid-range game. I love I love the mid-range game. Pull up from each elbow, top of the key, like I think he's got it. He's got it. And he has a post-up ability, too. And he can take advantage, like, mismatches in a post. I think he's going to be tough. Reminds me of maybe, DC, like, maybe a Book. man's Devin Booker. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say that. 
Yeah, I'm all in on Johnny Davis, too. At number nine ended up being Jalen Durant. That's the last guy in the blue t- in tier two. Mm. I like it. I don't know what to expect from Jalen Durant, low key. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know either. I don't <laughs> I don't know how confident I am in this. Cause I had him yeah, around yeah, like the 12 or 13 range. But I think like just looking at what Robert Williams did this past year, I feel like he could end up mirroring that. Mm. And you, you remember and when like a little taller too. Yeah. You you remember when people was comparing him to like before the bam, you remember when people was comparing him to like Dwight Howard? Yeah. Like like say when you like I remember like cause I like I usually I like going back and looking at like old drafts and stuff, but look at what they used to say about the guys and things of that nature. Like around that same time, people thought Dwight Howard was gonna be like a like develop a jump shot type shit. Like <laughs> people thought Dwight Howard, the way they were talking about Jalen Duran now, like his characteristics, like where he could put his upside in terms of like the other Tracy assets game, like it was kind of similar to like what they were talking about Dwight Howard. Like, like can he be a playmaker and like is the is he does he have like a little stretch out game of can he develop something like that, like beyond just the paint and the, his presence inside and things of that nature. Like it's kind of it's kind of a little similar, like at the same stage. But of course, the athleticism, he is a, a athletic beast, but man, I, I just don't know what to expect from Jalen Durant. I don't know. But I do think he could be he'll be uh, pretty solid. Yeah. I'm not I'm not as solid on this nine spot for Jalen Durant, but I think that I'm still really? high on him. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm still gonna be high on him. I just don't know what to expect. But like so when you say you're not you're not solid on the nine spot, like where else like where were you contemplating with him, Jalen Durant? Uh well it was really Benedict Matherin I was thinking about. And mm-hmm. then at points in time I did have Dyson Daniels and Keegan Murray ahead of Jalen mm-hmm. Durant. But I don't know. Things could change with them. Number, actually, I'll name you. I'll name you the next five and tell me who you want to talk about. Got it. So at number 10, we have Benedict Matherin. Number 11, Dyson Daniels. And this is the tier three. So Benedict Matherin, Dyson Daniels. Number 12 is Keegan Murray. Number 13 is Tari Eason. Number 14 is Jeremy Suhan. And number 15 is Bryce McGowan's. Yeah, that's what we gotta talk about. <laughs> Bryce? Yeah. I Man. think he slept on. I, I'm on the bandwagon. I've been pushing this Bryce yeah. McGowan's bandwagon for a minute. Yeah, and you put me on to him. I ain't gonna lie. My God. His he is so tough. <laughs> and the thing it's I love about it, tough. he has size on top of that. And six yeah. seven. You're right. The slashing ability, I think that's what I, I like. His ability to get to the rim and fearlessness, I think that's what I fell in love with. Yeah, and then his shot creation ability yeah. too. I don't know what it is. I just feel like he's just gonna be like developing to a good shooter. Like even though I know he's like nigga, nigga was not, but he was in like you know sniping shit. And he got to improve, but I just see him being like being dangerous from behind the line. I don't know what it is. Like I just feel like he's just gonna be like a, a complete three level like guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be like the, being high on third level. Well, he's he's going to yeah. be a four level scorer because he gets to the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot. I think probably at the highest out of everybody here, definitely. Could I be mistaken? I'm pretty sure he definitely got to the line. Like looking back at it, was the most. Uh, maybe possibly. 
possibly because I remember seeing like a lot of games he would have like double like it was like a frequently like he would have like a lot of free throws in the game. So. He ended up taking six a game. Oh, okay. Hmm. But his ability to get to the line and fearlessness to finish through contact and stuff like that. I was like, this is what he said though. Full level sport, and then look at his size and his length. <laughs> that's that's really crazy. So like, this was like six seven, uh, but like he has to have uh, his wingspan definitely higher than his uh, his size too. Like he looks like he has like a extremely long arms. Sure, we'll find that out next week. Man. Or two weeks, whenever the combine starts. But anyone else? Uh, hmm. Tarvi Easton. I think Tarvi Easton, like, I think I'll tell you off here. I, I feel like his offensive game is something that could develop uh, pretty nicely on top of the defense. Like, I think I think he'll probably surprise a lot of people. Uh, Tarvi Easton. I don't know why he didn't even start at LSU. Yeah, that's yeah, that is crazy. Like, he didn't start that. I don't know what was going on over there, but he definitely was. He was getting to the basket a lot and finishing jump shot. It's high too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty. I, it's, it's high. I feel like he just reminds me kind of like with like a probably a better version of Jeremy Grant at this stage. Mm, mm. Yeah, because Jeremy Grant definitely was like coming in like raw, but you saw you saw the upside. Well, yeah. Well, he definitely shocked some people, but yeah, Jeremy Grant definitely was like similar to that. But he, like I said, I think he is definitely a little more skill, like advanced at the same start at the same stage. He was more advanced skill wise. And I, I love his defense. Yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> you can't go wrong with dog uh, play that's his dogs like on on the court. So I love his defense. Yeah. Who else? Uh, oh, also, of course, Jeremy Suhan. I was saying, bro, I think Jeremy Suhan, another guy who's going to turn heads. I think another guy who, go, if he goes to the right situation, like, he can really spot really nicely. Yeah. Uh, Tari Eason and Jeremy Suhan, I was going back and forth with these two yeah, players. Yeah, those two. Yeah. Uh, I ended up going with Tari because I think he has a higher, like, scoring upside in Salem. But Jeremy Suhan is probably going to be the better playmaker. And... I, like watching him, I was just impressed. Like the the versatility Bro, that he brings to the yeah. table, and, and like I always say, like all, like he was playing so seasoned. It felt like that I actually I didn't even think he was eighteen. Like I literally thought he was like uh, he played more than a season of college before. Like I thought this wasn't his first year. Like he just seemed like he just like would just like everything gelled nicely, and he was just playing like like his maturity level was like higher than I expected. Like hired for a guy his age, so yeah, just want you to definitely watch out for him. All right, who else? Or you want to move on? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. All right, so 16. We had Malachi Brenham, 17, Mark Williams, 18, Usman Jang, mm. 19, Otai Baji, and 20, Marjan Bochan. Man, but if if Mark Williams gets to that Thunder pick, what do you? Like I know we talking about uh, the Hornets and shit. That would be nice, but those niggas do end up with him, and hopefully uh, that little pairing, if they could do end up with the, the two picks, get your vice with him, that would be special. Bro. 
That would be special. Mark Williams, I think uh I'm definitely buying in on that stock too. Yeah. He really impressed me this uh this year. And you actually, you know it's crazy. You actually uh I feel like towards the end of last season, his freshman year, you you kind of predicted like not Sorry. not not maybe at this at this uh level, but you definitely said he was gonna be like like watch out for next season, like Mark Williams. I was like, all right. Nah. Definitely cool. He was he was <laughs> Last year's Duke team was awful, but he was the like he shone brightest at that end of the season because he was really dominant after Jalen Johnson like left and like the last yeah. couple of games. And when we was playing in a tournament, we would have made I think we would have made the NCAA tournament if we didn't have that COVID situation. Because mm. Mark Williams was really he was him. He was the best player on our team at the end of the season last year. <laughs> yeah, he definitely him. And he's just so efficient. Blocks everything, just so active. I, I love Mark Williams. Wherever he goes, hopefully it's the Hornets or the Thunder. I feel like that's just going to be great for him, man. He's just going to play a great role. You already know what you're going to get from him. Mm. Who's Man Jank? That's another guy I don't know what to expect. <laughs> huh? I said, who's Man Jank? That's another guy I don't know what to expect from. It... <sighs> It's crazy how that he kind of climbed back into the conversation. yeah right because like a couple months ago I'm like yeah, it's done for him I, he's garbage and then like the last like Man. two months he improved on his game player. he started kind of look like the player that people expected kind of coming into the season and him making that jump to the NBL was kind of big for him because the physicality yeah. and everything and that's yeah. like one of the best, other... that's one of the best leagues yeah. uh, outside Come of the US. Yeah, because he, he is coming from a whole other country from because he's French, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, don't make a salt. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that. Because if, if, say, if he, I ain't, I don't, I don't want to put that on him early, but like, like you said, like, man, uh, Victor, if it's not him, then Victor is a, they, they, Victor is a redeemer <laughs> for France uh, basketball prospects. He their last hope. <laughs> but yeah, I think Usman James, uh, I think he does have like, I honestly do believe he has like a bag of potential. That it's, it will need time. It will need to take time uh, for Usman Jang. Like, like, like it's, uh, I think we might have mentioned, but definitely like a lot of GB and just like a, just a lot, a lot of just climbing up like a pecking order and getting comfortable and going to the right spot. You know, I think Usman Jang with his potential and like at his size, the skill he he uh, seems to have at his size, I think he he's had something to work with. So, because was comparing like last season, like early, this one like what like Paul George, yeah. He does kind of have that from like the like the shooting ability. Yeah. But the athleticism is not like as like what Paul George was. Yeah. Hmm. But he is de- definitely intriguing. All right. There's a what's the next one? Like tier tier four? Uh tier four, yeah. We started off Marjon Bullchamp was the start of tier four. Ty Ty Washington, Blake <laughs> Wesley. Ryan Rollins, I'll just name this whole tier. Ryan Rollins at 23. Jalen Williams at 24, the one out of Santa Clara. 25, Patrick Baldwin. 26, Nikola Jovic. 27, EJ Liddell. 28, Wendell Moore. 29, Kennedy Chandler. 30, Kendall Brown. 31, Dalen Terry. 32, Leonard Miller. 33, uh, Jan Montero, 34, Christian Brown, 35, Walker Kessler, 36, Jake LaRavia, 
37, Dracavion Smith, and 38, Ishmael Kamagata. Mm. So that's the big tier for. Let's talk about Mr. Ty Tyron. Let's, 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 let's talk about Ty Tyron. I think people were sleeping on Ty Tyron. Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it's a Kentucky bias. But I just, I feel like when I seen him when he was healthy and what he was doing, I think I'm definitely buying it on Ty Tyron. I think, I think people were kind of a little sleep on. I think he's just not as like, got that, like, that, how I say this? You don't got that, like, of course, like that burst explosion and all that that people like to see from like the point guards and things of that nature. But I just think his craftiness and his ability in the pick and roll and his he has a solid ball, he has a solid ball in this goes, and he could score from the mid-range with a floater or pull-ups under each elbow and things of that nature. And he could shoot. And he had a he had a uh, what when he before he got injured, he was shooting like like 50-40. So and uh, consistently. Yeah, you know he kind of reminds me of. Oh. Uh, like a, a poor man's D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, oh, mm. Mm. You think so? Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. yeah. You really just described D'Angelo Russell. Everything. Yeah, facts. Like. <laughs> that, that is facts. Damn. Yeah, like the pace. Even though, well, D, I think D'Angelo is probably better at most of the aspects, but yeah, and he has more, a little more, definitely more size. But I definitely, I definitely seen way more in D'Lo. Like I was like. Like Tata is just, I don't know. <laughs> it was times where like I'm like, I don't know about this guy. Like he just don't seem like he got it. And like, <laughs> but there's times where he played good and I I put some respect on his name. I had him like as high as probably around like 11 at one point. But I was early in the season. I had I had JD Davidson high, so I really don't matter at the beginning of the season. <laughs> we keep it in the middle. But uh as the season went on, and it might have been because of the injury. It definitely because before the injury, like he was all the big teams, he was like really cooking them. Niggas. Like even like the guys, like like I was mentioning before, like the guys that he was going up against, like in terms of like who's the best point guard, like totally dismantled them. Guys. Like especially like that Tennessee game, like he completely fried uh, all the guards, and he was just looking good. And, like especially when he showed up his point guard ability when the Xavier Woolen went down the first game, he broke I think John Wall's assist record, and I think he didn't even turn the ball over. Like he must have like he didn't he didn't have more than like three turnovers. I think like. So that's another that's another trait also as, on top of like his great pick and roll and his good um his good scoring he's a, he's protect the ball at a really really nice uh rate so yeah uh all right that's why I really had that's my reason for having Todd Todd Washington above the other point guards because when I really look at like a realistic outcome there. I feel like there's more possibilities of Ty Ty Washington being a better player than him. Cause just looking at the aspect, he's probably a better shooter than uh Kennedy. Well, he is a better shooter than Kenny Chandler and probably Yama and Yamatera. And he could play on and off ball as like a combo type of guard. And the defense wasn't bad at Kentucky either. Yeah, he, he was giving effort. Like I, th- I so, think he was above them. Honestly. Other than like the burst and all that being a, like a question mark. He still has all the other like traits, like you said, the pick and roll game and the pull up out of like the shot creation, such as that, such as that. But the yeah. question marks that we have with Kennedy Chandler and Yaman Montero, especially with the size, like mm. Kenny Chandler definitely got after it on defense, and he has like probably like a, a plus wingspan. But we like look at the playoffs; he's gonna be probably targeted. Yeah. 
So we got to see how good his defense will be and how much of the size factor will really matter and how good is the shot, too. But other than that, Kennedy Chandler, I, I like him more than uh, Tasha. I just I just like his game. Uh, but it's definitely the shot factor and how much the size is going to matter at the next level for him. And Yamatero, he's just a wild card. It's really it's, it's really hard to gauge, especially like him playing at the overtime elite. But he definitely had yeah. flashes. He had that game in the hoop summit where he played good. But it, it's really hard. It's up in the air. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Tata is like, like the safest player out of those three. Yeah. He, like, yeah, like he has – I feel like he does – he really does everything but like that verse. But I think the thing that makes up for it is just like the, the way he's – his craftiness in terms of – just like you know, using the ball to get to still get to his spots even without it, and like like I said, like his pick and roll game was uh, at a really high level last season. So, and thing we we gonna talk about Park. Well, we can talk about Kenny Chandler. Uh, thing with him is it's tough to like see. Who knows if he's even about to be a first round pick? Especially looking at what happened to Sharif Cooper last year. Like we, most of us is all projecting him to be a first round pick, and he fell like like forty eighth or something like that. Yeah. So, could the size factor of him like would that hurt him? Because Sharif Cooper was productive in his one year at Auburn. Yeah. Even though Kennedy Chandler was, he was a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he has, a, like, a he's pack. a winner. He is like, I feel like. If Kenny Chandler does hit, he could do it kind of like what Tyus Jones is kind of doing. Mm. In like his own way. How he could how he could kind of like lead like the backup offense and like he's kind of like a floor general, like a leader on the court, knows how to get players his shots and controls the pace. And he's also he's speedy, definitely a better athlete than Tyus Jones. But I feel like he could have that type of aspect. That's all I really want him to go to Like, I just want him to just like be with Kyle Lowry. I just feel like Kyle Lowry would be like a good person to learn from. Like, they they kind of like I feel like they could, like that's a place where he can like uh, develop in a nice way. I feel like with like the senior guys like ahead of him, I think they'll probably take him some like him under their wing because like he's someone who gets out. Like you said, he gets after it and he's like a competitor. Yeah, I think him and him, the Heat or the Bucks would be perfect for him. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, give me another name you want to talk about. Blake Wesley. Blake Wesley. All right. I think he's another guy. I think he's been underrated. Not, not. I think you you having a nice spot, but I feel like from what other I've seen, like he's been like a little lower. I think Blake Wesley. I think he could be a solid player. He could be a really good player. I think he's gonna be a good player. Uh, the defense. The defense really impressed me after like really going back and watching him more. Yeah. Uh, the shot, the shot making ability, the shot definitely needs to get better. But he definitely had flashes, and he was definitely clutch for Notre Dame. You know, yeah. you you know the shot that he hit. He also had <laughs> yeah. other like uh, big time shots in Notre Dame, and it's pretty decent in the finger Yeah, six five. I think he's gonna be a really good defender. Yeah, so I, I do. I'm that's another one. I, I'm I'm putting some you know put some bucks into that stock. I do think Blake Wesley is a pretty good prospect. Yeah, Patrick Baldwin. What is there to talk about, Patrick Baldwin? <laughs> Man, that actually is a good. Yeah, actually, yeah. what is there to talk about, Patrick Baldwin? That is true. Ain't much to really talk about. He got a show. Yeah. He's a he's one of the biggest unknowns next to Shaden Sharp. 
Ah, eso. Man. Damn. You think that, in, you, you think Jovic falls into that too, or? Uh, as an unknown, I want to say no because you have film on what you on Jovic. It's just how much you really like him. Like oh, I think man. when I was watching him, I saw he's cool. <laughs> Like he's not he's a good he's a good shooter, has playmaking ability, but the defense really just turned me off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the defense, yeah. 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 I just fell in love with the the thing I mean, I just fell in love so much with like the like what I saw potentially of the playmaking and shooting and at the size. That's what I really like was like that's what really intrigued me the most. But like, yeah, I do agree. The defense definitely. Yeah, that that that's that could be a red one. Yeah, that was a red flag for me. But the the offensive skills is definitely there for him. Yeah. Other player if he goes to the right spot. Well, nigga, basically the whole everybody. The whole job, yeah, right everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm, my like, guy. Yeah. I, I got I got two more I want to mention. All right, no, you about to mention. What you said. Here we go, Dale and Terry. That's my guy. Right. I think, oh my god. Dalen Terry, I think he's he's tough. Man. You know, I've I, I seen it, the jump shot. I didn't even know it was looking like that. But that's your man, Candy Monday, <laughs> 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 Fuck, nigga. Dalen Terry, Dalen Terry. He definitely. I think he's. How I see this, I think he's definitely a guy who can who's gonna surprise like a lot. He's one of the guys who's gonna get picked at a certain spot. But I think he could he could surpass some people. You think he's definitely staying? Or in the draft, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends what he's like. Because if he does come back, the floor, the keys is definitely going to be his. Because I don't know, I don't really don't know anybody else going to Arizona like that. So I don't know. And he was was he? A, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if he goes back, I think that could do, do also do him justice. But if he does stay, I think a team like picking in like the late first, or I mean like second round or something like that. If they pick up on him, I think that's he's a, he was definitely a steal. He could, I think he could definitely go as late as like the early 20s. Overall, oh, yeah. Because I really do like when you look at the skill level and the size on top of that, and he could play like both guard spots. Like, think, think about think about him on Denver. I could see him going as high yeah. as there. Yeah, that'll be hard. Yeah, oh, that would be hard. Yeah. I really do think that he's an intriguing prospect. I think he could do something special. And and he's like, he's another one. He's a dog. And he comes, he rises up. He does rise up to the occasion. He guards multiple positions. The shot ended up getting better. Uh, yeah, I, I like Dan Terry. I feel like he's just going to be a, a great complimentary guy in the league. Yeah. And then the other guy I'll mention, Leonard Miller. Does he fall into that? Another one that falls into the unknown? Oh, yeah, yeah. Defin- definitely, yeah. But from what you've seen of him, like we did, we did speak about him off air. Like, well, what you've seen of him, like, how do you, how do you, uh, like what you've seen so far, like in terms of, like the film you've seen of Leonard Miller. When I watched him, uh, I really watched him in the first game in the, in the hoop summit, and I was like, oh yeah, he's like, he take tough. Yeah, that was the first full game, like the first real game I seen. Yeah, that's when I was impressive. And then like I haven't watched like OD film, but just like what I've seen him, I'm like, damn, I feel like he could, de- like I could see him being like a really good player in the league. 
six ten, six eleven. So you know, you yeah. know what that means. He's gonna have the like the versatility and yeah. the playmaking who, who, ability that he has at the size that you could really tap into. Yeah. Who did you see him compared to? Uh, oh yeah, I saw him get compared to Lamar Odom, and I'm like, damn. Hello. <laughs> That's big praise. Yeah. Cause I think he he definitely has potential to like he's probably gonna go in like the 20s and like as high as like the 20s, but he could definitely be like one of the steals of the class if he does turn out to what he could be. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't treat me like uh Lennon Miller. I had him like I had him as high as like probably around like the 24. But I'm like, ah, I don't know. I haven't watched him enough to like really dissect him. Yeah, that, that also is true. So I was like, I'm going to just put him in like a little lower. But does he get a skill level at this size? This, this is, I'm going to ask that after, after we're done going through uh, the next tier and things like that. I got a question. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about in this tier list? Um, nah, that's, I think that's all. I bet. All right, now we moving on to, is this tier five? Yeah, tier five yeah, is the upside five, swings man. and lower ceiling guys. And starting that off, we have Trevor Kills at 39, Max Christie at 40, Jordan Hall at 41, Vince Williams at 42, Caleb Houston at 43, Gabriel Petrita at 44, Christian Coloco at uh, 45, Alondis Williams 46. Hold on. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> at 47, we had Keon Ellis, 48, John Butler, 49, Peyton Watson, 50, Josh Minot, 51, Hugo, Hugo Basson, 52, Harrison Ingram, 53, Kevin McCullough, 54, J.D. Davison, 55, Jalen Williams out of Arkansas, 56, Jabari Walker, 57, is Musa Diabata. Mm. So another big tier list. Yeah. And I, a lot of you guys, literally, they do fit in this this tier. Like off the top, the guys that I definitely, I feel like are the definitely a, you know, this tier, like guys like Trevor Keels, Caleb Houston, um, guys like Josh, like we mentioned earlier, Josh Mino, JD Davidson, maybe, uh, Payton, guys like Payton Watson, and this one guy, I really, I'm, I really uh, do think. Like he could be a real interesting prospect. So, and I first found out about him against when I think he played y'all. I think he played y'all guys. And that's uh, uh, 48, John Butler. Oh, uh, John Butler? Yeah. I feel like he's going to end up probably going back. Going back, yeah. I think, I think that's, the, I think that was the plan. Like just get his feedback and things like that nature. Yeah. Cause if he, yeah, I think if he comes back, he definitely, I think he's definitely going to go. Way higher than right now, because from what I saw, he's like he got height and like. So what's his position really? He could. He's probably gonna end up playing like the four. Four, right? Yeah. But Definitely he could. He could, he could basically guard off opposite. He was play, picking up full court. <laughs> Bro, I was like, and he just I looked saw, so like because that was uh, the first game I heard about. That. I was like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga picking up full court? This nigga about big as hell. You know, I seen a splashing threes. I'm like, hey, yo, yeah, bro. He has nice form on the jump shot. Like, he looks like pretty. Like, he was taking like in the the workouts I saw. Well, it was was just workouts, but like he was taking some nice. Like, he was looking nice and movement wise. Like, he was moving real nicely at for his size, and like the length and all that. Like, I think he has a makeup of somebody who could really uh, work with 
in terms of like what he could be potentially. So I definitely hear him being this like upside type swing. So yeah, Man. for sure. John Butler. He could definitely be higher on this list. Hopefully, I want him to come back though. I think he ended up. Yeah. But who Man. else? Another guy I I seen the Caleb Houston, um, that he's not going to is he well he pulled out of the combine I believe, or he yeah, rejected he, the invite. He declined the invite. So and they're saying what, what, that's most likely either like indications that he might have got a draft promise because that happened to Chris Dorte last year, or that he could be coming back to college. See, like it's like it's it's tricky because every time I think about him coming back, like I always go back to what you said, which is like. Like what can he like what else is he gonna like what is he gonna improve on? Like we already know what he is. Like you're saying we already know what he is. I say he comes back and then he does like he doesn't improve on last year. Like that shit could like plummet everything altogether. Like he's gonna it's gonna be bad for him. Like I think that could be that could be bad. So say if he does enter the draft and he does have a promise, I think I think actually it would be a good thing if he does enter the draft. Because if he goes to a good team, I think that's where he could be like really well suited. Yeah, I said the best teams for him to go to is the late first round pick of Miami, mm. uh, the Toronto Raptors in the early. Mm. I feel that is a beautiful one. And I, who the hell was the last one? I think it might have been. A, was it the Bucks? I was thinking uh, you might have said the Bucks. Or the Mavericks. Oh, the Mavericks wouldn't be a Mavericks would be a nice spot, honestly. It would, but I'll like to I'll like them to get like a shot creator. Like another yeah. score. But one of like those like kind of contending teams, I feel like that would be good for Caleb Houston. Yeah, I definitely think like yeah, so I, I would say maybe yeah. I, I think it does just just ain't a draft, honestly. I I was different. I my I was feeling different about it early on. Like I used to definitely come back, but like I, when I looked at like the bigger picture, I maybe staying in a draft could like could be a blessing in the stars. And speaking of staying in a draft, Trevor Keels. Man. So first, I just want to like, what how, what do you think is the chance of him coming back to do? No, well, he's not coming back. <laughs> I'm just I'm telling myself he's not coming back till he comes back. I just don't, I don't think he is. <laughs> well, I, I feel like he, For me, I think he should, but... Uh, and in the position he in, I really don't blame him if he like do as to the job. I feel like he could come back because I feel like the spot is there for him right there. Like the ball is gonna be in his hands. The shooting guard spot is wide open for him. I think he's just like he's like the the final piece to your team, like to do. And he also could go higher. I feel like he definitely would like he's gonna go higher than what he would go in his draft as well. So that's yeah, that's, he, that's my reason. Yeah, because right now it's not a guarantee that he is a first round pick. Yeah, but if he does come back, there's no there's no doubt. If he does come back next year, there's no doubt he's definitely gonna be a first round pick. Yeah, it's probably gonna I be think, he's yeah. gonna hear his name called in probably like the top twenty, possibly. Yeah, you, you think he's thinking? I think he's gonna probably sneak into like lottery, like yeah, as high as lottery. But I think he'll probably be like like the lowest of probably yeah. like the twenty three range. 23. Like yeah, because he's another guy. Like yeah, he's another guy who has like the the makeup physically, and then he has skill to it. I think, like, coming back next season, I think it really show off that skill that, I, like, we've seen in flashes. I think he can really come back and improve on that. And the shooting as well. Like, I, I think, when I've seen, like, you don't got a broke, like, his jump shot look clean. Like, he got, like, a clean-looking jumper. 
I think with more reps and just like just coming back and just having like more attempts and things of that nature, I think I can serve him well. But also, like you said, like I, if you say in a draft, I don't fault him, but I feel like coming back would just do his game even more. Like I yeah. feel like it, it was better. And I don't think he I don't think he's going first round. Unless uh like the draft workouts and everything changed. I don't see him being a first round pick. And why is that? It's just a lot of guys I think that's just just better at this point. Mm. Or probably yeah, have more or probably have more potential than Yeah, and he's still extremely young, like one of the youngest, I think, 18 still. Like I I don't remember like the last time I probably seen him in like first round in the draft. Like yeah, in the, I'll in the draft. He's usually probably like an early second. Second, yeah. Cause I remember like the highest I was seeing on like like started the year, like niggas had like damn near a lot of yeah, niggas had him at like I think ESPN had him at like eleventh or some shit, or like eighth at one in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, of the people season. had him in the tenth. Yeah, it, it missed mid, uh, mid. Like, yeah, 10, I, so. even as a Duke fan, I wasn't in there. I'm like, we're not seeing this Trevor kills the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think coming back, I think he can be me personally. I think he can come back. Like my personal opinion, he, he's a lot of good. Yeah, and another guy I feel the same about is Max Christie. That's one person I feel like, yeah, he definitely should go back. And yeah, explain like explain why you think like, you know he fits in that Trevor Kills type of type of uh year. well Max Chris, he had an inconsistent up and down year. And I just think year two of him uh showing off the consistency and the shot making ability that he has at like the six seven. Like I think he's his jump shot is one of the best in this class. Yeah. I think the length was also on him and his size. Yeah, like height-wise and things of that nature. Yeah, I think I, I think I compared him a little to like who was it? I think I said Jeremy Lamb, like a little like kind of. Yeah, I think he like, probably a better shooter than Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, I remember like Jeremy Lamb was he was definitely like the top. He was definitely a lot of. Yeah, he was definitely like thirteenth or something like that. Yeah, it's somewhere around that. So yeah, I think I think Max Christie, yeah, he definitely could do something. He could he could do uh, what he could do at Michigan State, and I think that spot he definitely have more. Like more of a how say this? He's never had more of a role because I don't I don't really think uh, Michigan State really bringing niggas like that back, and they just had like a bunch of seniors too. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, damn, I don't remember. Was it AJ Hogard? Who's that other guard? On the, I forgot. It was Dan. He was Dan. Like, it might have. It might have been him. I think that's he's coming back. Other than that, I know Art, Marcus Binghamton, the big man left, and uh, Gabe Brown. Like, I was splashing. Yeah, Gabe Brown. That's what I think. Yeah, the, he's a lefty, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's gone. I'm pretty sure. So I think him coming back. I think he's his role definitely gonna be more. We definitely could see like, you know, more from uh, Max Christie. So that's another guy. All right. So so looking at this draft, right? And I know how you feel about this draft and things of that nature. Like compared to the last five drafts, like how do you feel about this class? Uh. No, it's definitely not better than the last year's. Oh, yeah, definitely not. 2020, I think uh, I like, I like, probably like this class more than 2020. Mm, so 2020 was a... Uh, uh, Actually, Ant- but as a prospect, I like Anthony Edwards better than anybody in this class. But I think draft class as a whole, I like this class better. Cause I didn't know what Lamelo was about to be. We saw three games of James Wiseman, and then from there, it was n- niggas like Killian Hayes, dog. Twenty nineteen, no. 
Niggas had Zion Williamson and John RJ Barrett in that class. 2018, DeAndre. No. Okay. 2017, Markel. Hell no. <laughs> and then definitely not uh, 20. Well, 2016 is Ben Simmons. No. Mm. So uh, this is it's a good class, but I think it's weaker than the previous years. Previous years? Oh, okay. I think I end up yeah. being better in 20. Actually, I don't want to even say that because Anthony Edwards is a mellow ball. And you got Tyrese Maxey in that class. Yeah. I just, I just feel like the thing about this class, I think it could be, it's like, it might have, um, I'll say this. Like, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? I think it would be like more of like variety, like of players, like like solid players. Yeah, it's really good. It's going to be really good role players. There's like, going to be a lot of players that have type. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there might be even like guys that maybe you might see undrafted guys on top of second rounders that could be uh that could uh, be solid role players in the league as well, and maybe guys who might you know turn heads. So, and in this draft, like they, it's like two, it's gonna be like how much how much picks is gonna be in the draft? Uh, fifty-seven. Fifty. Oh yeah. So damn. Or fifty-eight. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. In terms of like uh like I said, yeah, like just like in terms of like the being like deep and like just like options, I think this draft could be up there. Yeah. Compared to those. Actually uh before we get out of here, let's talk about our guys in the draft class. I'll talk I'll name my guys for this year's draft class. I can stamp that. <laughs> At the top of the list is definitely Paula Bancaro. You got AJ Griffin. Jeremy Suhan was my guy, too. Uh, I'll say name five or six. Jaden Hardy. And Bryce McGowns. So Paulo, mm. AJ, Jeremy Suhan, Jaden Hardy, and Bryce McGowns. And I forgot about my nigga Jaden Ivy. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for me. Uh, coming in definitely like yeah, Jaden Ivy, Jabari, uh, Shaden Sharp, Jaden Hardy. Hey, I can't name five. <laughs> uh, Johnny Davis. Man, I was fucking with Keegan Murray. Uh, and definitely like you said, bro, Bryce Bryce McGowan. He's him, man. He's definitely him. And then my guy Ty Ty. There's a lot of guys in here, man. <laughs> I can name. I ain't gonna lie. Couple guys, yeah, there's a couple other guys I've heard named too. I, I I did talk about Kenny Chandler, uh, Marjan Bullchamp. I'm high on him too, and I even say Mark. Out of that, um, out of that low ceiling, uh, G League tier, I got put my list up. I would say, um, out of that low ceiling, uh, G League tier, like you think it could be a surprise on there. Yeah, there will be. Cause like like two man. One in one is gonna be. Yeah. But I really fuck with Scotty Pippen, bro. I don't know why. I just like he just so tough to you. So he, I think it was a bum ass Vanderbilt, but shit. Like he really impressed me uh uh in terms of like the way he was doing the game, like his his uh off the dribble game. 
pretty was decent. Uh, he was pretty decent uh, playmaker. He just he was just pretty solid for me. I think he was a uh, he was an interesting guy last year. Yeah, he. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not fully bought in, but there is a possibility that he could play in the NBA. Yeah, how do you feel, Michael Foster, bro? Uh, he got like yeah, like yeah, like I, I remember you saying like yeah, them numbers. Like he had some nice numbers in the G League and stuff like that. But uh, like I was fucking with him like coming into the. I thought he was gonna be pretty decent. I thought he was gonna be like first rounder. Like I thought he would be a first rounder like pre draft. But I don't know. He doesn't give me like Julius Randle vibes. But like, <laughs> like what did you say? Like <laughs> nah, he he do, but not in a good ways. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I think he's somebody that could that could um uh be a, a pretty solid player. I, I think I think he's really good, pretty good. There's a chance, but I'm not so. Anyone else? Uh, nah. Really don't last the last guy there would be uh, for me who I was saying earlier, Iris Mullen. I really, I really like him. I think he'd be a great a pretty decent role player. But aside from that, nah. Uh I think Julian Champagne could be in in the league. Also oh, Champagne, yeah. Dave Roddy. Dave Roddy and, Tra- and Travion Williams got the chance. I wish he was like I wish he was like six ten. <laughs> and low key, I could see Ron Harper Jr. playing in the league. You said Ron Harper Jr.? Yeah, Ron Harper Jr. Yeah, I remember last season. Um, he was getting that look through that issue. And, yeah, I think he would have. He, he, you think he would have been more of like he would have gotten picked high, like was looked at higher than this year? Nah, he like needed, last year he needed to come back. I think. Uh, yeah, he did serve him right. Then he still might not get drafted, but that's tough. That's another guy I think, like, you know, I don't know. Go the way in the G League and then come back into the league and be a solid uh, contributor off the bench, like role player. Huh. Yeah, I got one last question. Fired away. Who out of – okay, so who in the job do you think has the, the most potential to, to fall out of where you have them right now? And who has the most potential to rise? Like, who could potentially rise by the draft time? Who could rise and who could fall? Uh, I think Blake Buster could go as high as a lottery pick. Mm. I like that. Blake fall? Buster. Huh. If there's one player that, like, really fall, I, had to, I think I had to go with A.J. Griffin. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I know you kind of did mention that low key in terms of like that injury thing and because I got him as high as six and like we talked about if the medicals isn't there, he could definitely go to like 15 or something like that. Yeah. Okay, saying this is that the medicals the medicals is like looking good or whatever. But say if he doesn't like prove athletically or something like like you think he still he used to have his spot at like around where you had him? Uh well it, it really depends how like how bad the athleticism looks. Yeah, yeah. 
Because yeah. I, I, even like where he was at, I don't think he was a bad athlete at Duke. Yeah, because I, I was, was about to say like, yeah, I was about to say like, um, even say like if say if his injury is good, I think that just of the shooting at his like his size and the shooting and what he was doing and just like the flashes, I think they probably still uh, you know so. I think if he doesn't have like if he does have athletic pop to him, I think he could still be a lottery pick if his medicals are still good. Yeah, I agree. But he might he might end up being like eleven or twelve guy. But if the athleticism looks looks better, he might fuck around and be number five <laughs> or six. It just really depends. But right. next week, bro, I, I can't wait for the draft lottery. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been man, playing, like, what, I'm like, damn, what if this player gets drafted here and all this? Like, oh, how do you fit? Or what would this team take if they had their number one pick and stuff like that? All that comes to end yeah. next week because we about to have the results. The results is going to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And the Knicks taking Jaden Ivey number one pick. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Actually, before we get out of here, I'm going to give you a couple of names. Say if y'all do keep the spot that you at 11. I love it. All right. Rank these where rank these guys where you will take them. All right. For the, for the Knicks. Dyson Daniels. AJ Griffin. Johnny Davis. Malachi Brennan. Jeremy Suhan and Tari Eason. Okay. Number one. Honestly, AJ Griffin. No. Yeah. No, no. Not here, not yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bugging. Number one, Johnny Davis. Number two, AJ Griffin. Number three, hmm, Jeremy Suhan. Number four, Dyson Daniels. Number five, uh, who was other people? Tyree Eason and who else? Uh, that's a uh, Malachi Burton. Oh, Malachi. Ooh. Number five, Malachi Branham. Six, Tari Eason. And I think that was it, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so so Johnny Davis, AJ Griffin, um, Dyson Daniels. Um, who did I say? I think I said Jeremy Suhan, Malachi Branham, and then Tari Eason. Will be my list. Uh, I'll go with AJ Griffin at one. At two, there you go. This is it is kind of tough though. I, I like Malachi Brandon on the Knicks. Malachi Brandon. Mm. Yeah, I'll put him at two. At three, I'll go Jeremy Suhan. Jeremy Suhan at three. At four, I'll go Johnny Davis. At five, I'll go Dyson Daniels. And at six, Tari Eason. Mm. Yeah, the reason I the reason I had Johnny Davis, like I feel like I feel like he could be the like more like for, for one, obviously, like I really do fuck with Johnny Davis. Like I think he's one of the best in the draft. And I just think like coming to the Knicks, say if we move like RJ or something to the three or whatever, I think he could be like the most out of them, like more like big time in its in a sense. Explore it. Like, like I think time. okay, so well, like scoring, yeah, like scoring and things of that nature. Like, because none of the point, there's no point guard. I don't think that 
Let's not take somebody over like that matter quickly and things of that nature. I don't think the point guard is in his job. Well, the point guard you mentioned, which is who could play point guard, that's a Daniel. But I don't think that would be a good fit. But well, I think like say because I just I don't like I still don't know how I feel about him, like the, the shooting wise and things of that nature. And I don't know how I feel about like I don't want us to draft a guy who's like a questionable shooter to put on this team to build from. Like like I feel like even Johnny though he fit that description. I mean, I don't, I think he's gonna be a good shooter. I think he's gonna be he could, he proves he can still shoot it at some like his levels. I think he's he could shoot it like I, well. I think he will should be a good enough shooter, and he still has a mid range game on top of that. Like I feel like getting Johnny Davis to play with a RJ Barrett. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I like I like that that uh, I will I will enjoy that better. But then that's why I have AJ Griffin second because if you pair AJ Griffin, uh, like at the three or something, where it's just off his shooting ability, I like it. But the reason why I took John Davis because I just like his creation. Uh, the other things Ben Table like like I like I like about him, his rebounding. Like I said, I think he could be a decent, a pretty good shooter, and he's a good mentoring shooter as well. So I don't know. That that, that was my reason why I had him. I think he could like pop really well on the Knicks. Word. Uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Gonna wrap this thing up. Yes, sir. If y'all enjoyed this, five stars, man. What you doing? How you made this far? You ain't rated us five stars yet. Uh, y'all can find us on Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. It's your boy Reg Dollar. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button. You dig and hit the subscribe button. You feel me? It's the the three-man breakdown. The brethren is out of here. And we'll be back talking about some NBA playoffs very soon. Sir. Stay goaded. We out. Mm -hmm.